0: Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll (music) Tiles. Welcoming back, we've got another secret mole, Christelle. Yes. Super excited to welcome secret EHCP Officer Mole, EHCP Officer Mole, into the room. (laughs) How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for having me. Lots and lots of riveting conversation. We did a bit of a question and answer the last time you was on, which was really good. And that episode is one of our most highly downloaded episodes. So EHCP is a hot topic, is it, Christelle? It's something actually you're going through quite a lot at the moment, Christelle. So I'll let you lead with the first (laughs) questions. Well, we just got our EHCP Mr. Mole, which is amazing. But it took us, I think, almost two years to get that. So I think the first question is, for those who are really, really struggling to get their hands on uh, EHCP, what advice can you give? If your caseworker is not getting back to you, been calling, leaving messages, what can be your next step? <laughs> you know what? Before I get on to that, I might have to ask you to repeat that bit. But Before I get on to that, I've been that case officer. <laughs> so it's quite... Funny to hear it, but I'm going to respond and explain so, you know, everyone can understand why sometimes the 20-week process um, gets delayed. Firstly, the 20-week process wasn't realistic. It, years ago when children had statements and then the law changed and it was a conversion to EHCP, yeah, how can I put it? There's been a lot more requests for EHCP. So how can I put it? The, the way local authorities were previously set up before the law change could only equip with the amount of statements that were there. There's almost double the amount of children that have got EHC plans now. And the the local authority team is relatively the same. So that's really slowing down work. Secondly, um, assessments from educational psychologists, occupational therapists. Um, Not everybody's got a good amount of therapists to do assessments. So then assessments get delayed. So if, for instance, you're meant to have an assessment, but, you know, so we're in week six to eight, the reports should be coming in. All of a sudden now you're in week 16, 18, and you're getting ready to, you know, you should have sent the draft out. However, you're still waiting for an EP assessment. If the local authority case officer drafts your plan, and it's still a really good plan, you know, you've got school reports, you've got a lot of reports, the families will still be unhappy because there is no EP report. You know, so in order to please, everybody, we want to make sure that all reports are in and that can also cause a delay. And to be honest, to be fair on case officers across country, it's an unmanageable caseload. You know, that's a song that every borough, every case officer will relate with. It's an unmanageable caseload. Um, And I'll I'll be honest, they probably are trying their best, but it's, like I said, it's unmanageable and they are waiting for reports that are out of their hands. So a lot of the delays sometimes, or more time isn't in the hands of the case officer. To be fair, The case officer is at the bottom of the importance list. You know, they don't do assessments. They don't write reports. If anything, they just get all the reports and put the information together. And even after they put the information together and the EHC plan and issued it, you know, it's going to be the case officer that is criticised for whatever was in the reports. You know, why did they mention this? Why is that in there? And they take the heat. You know, they take the abuse of why is it so delayed? Why is it so wrong? And everything gets flung to the case officer. Being in a job, you know, I have to defend the case this to some extent, (laughs) you know. But then again, in terms of, on the other side of it, with families, it's still wrong, you know, regardless of what's going on in the local authority, you know, if a law says it's a 20 week process, then it should be a 20 week process you know, and the government should facilitate local authorities so that they can maintain the promise of 20 weeks. In all honesty, if, your, if for example, your EHC, so if, if your case officer is not responding or your EHC plan's gone above 20 weeks, if it's 21 weeks, 22 weeks, it's not that big a deal. No one's really going to listen. However, it's whoever shouts to loudest this gets heard. So if my advice would be, if it's hit 25 weeks and you haven't forget if the case office has even responded if it's hit 25 weeks or more and you haven't got your ehc plan then you can't there's no point messaging the case you can send the case officer 50 emails and he can ignore it and issue you the plan when he's ready or she'll issue you the plan when she's ready however if you formally complain to the head of service or someone that's of importance then the local authority stance has to change so if, for example, it's been 26 weeks, you haven't got the planner, you complain, a formal complaint to the head of service, I guarantee you within 30 minutes of that complaint coming in, it's going to be sent to the team manager. Two minutes after that, it's going to go to the case officer handling it with a, you know, a message from the team manager and the area manager and whoever deals with complaints that something needs to be responded to now. So if the plan hasn't been written, so I'll give you an example. Last week, Thursday, um, a case of mine, the EP report only came in two days before the complaint came in. I was due to draft the plan this week. So, you know, maybe what two weeks after the report came in, because I've still got a batch of cases that I need to draft. So my plan was, all right, let me get this batch out. And then next week, I'll do this one because the reports are in. There was a formal complaint made, as I said, to the head of service. It came to the team manager. I got a phone call at 7pm from the team manager asking me to, please, if possible, draft the plan tomorrow and issue the plan tomorrow. So you see that that went from them waiting however many weeks for their plan to making a formal yeah. complaint and getting the plan the next day, you know? So it is, it is a bit of a shouting game. Not that you need to be an irritating parent and call every day, email 20 times a day. It's not that kind of shouting. It's yeah, as nice. long as you've got it. Yeah, as long as you've got proof that you tried to correspond with the case officer, you know, what's giving me, can you give me an update? And they've told you something. If then again, you're waiting again, you try them again. If after you've tried twice and the promises keep being failed, or you're not getting a response, then my advice would be to formally complain to whoever the head of services of that department and I guarantee you, you'll get a response within 24, 48 hours and you'll probably get your plan within a week.